Film Jerks is a group where we, as a community, pick a film to watch, then discuss like little old ladies in a book club. Only our films have decapitations and nude slumber party pillow fights. If you wish to become part of the conversation and become a film jerk, go to the Facebook group and join. Film Jerks can be found on iTunes and Stitcher Smart Radio. still don't know what I'm doing. So. <laughs> but that was before I realized that you didn't know what you were doing. Dun, <laughs> dun, dun. <laughs> but welcome to jerking off. <laughs> jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be a great start. Uh, <laughs> that for Angelique, that would be jilling. Jilling Get off. It right. Okay. Jilling off. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I, I didn't want to assume anything there, Angelique. But welcome to Jerkin' Off Topics. <laughs> we are the Film Jerks, and today we're going to be talking about found footage films. Let's just go around the table. We've got some fine jerks with us today. We've got our lipstick jerk, Angelique. How are you this morning? I'm great. I've got a huge cup of coffee right here, so I'm, I'm ready to go. <laughs> and then we have Mark the Movie Man also with us. Uh, he's a, one of our originating jerks. How are you this morning? I'm good. Uh, was was uh, weighing whether or not I should pop in, but I figured I'd pop in and say howdy and, <laughs> and uh, join oh. in the conversation. Uh, li- listening to uh, you and listening to your podcast, I know what you feel about found footage, and this is going to be a fun discussion, I think. Oh. You think. Uh, <laughs> I, I hope. <laughs> uh, and I am, of course, the bowtie critic, bowtie jerk in, in this particular case. And the, one of the reasons why I really wanted to talk about found footage films is because recently I got to watch a film that had found footage. So uh, let's start out this discussion by trying to figure out what found footage means to our panelists. And it, I mean, you can give the clinical definition of it, or you can give what your personal opinion about found footage is. Uh, pretty much found footage is if it looks like that it was shot on a home video camera, uh, off the shoulder, usually, um, people talking right to the camera, address, addressing the camera or security footage, basically, Stuff that is uh, either, you know, breaking the fourth wall constantly or not usually your standard cinematic footage uh, for the whole film. I mean, yes, there's exceptions and all of that. But for the most part, if your whole film is people addressing the camera uh, at some point, uh, you know, as if it's a home video, that for me is found footage, you know, or, or it's even a piece together security footage that worked in that. That for me is is found footage where that is your base your main core style that you're using there's obviously hybrids and some that use it within their film but when the whole story and everything is that's what it's hinging on that's the style and the narrative that they're going with um that to me is found footage for me found footage is a documentary or journal style like video journals that sort of thing 
Um, doesn't necessarily have to be video. It could be audio. Hmm. Um, something that somebody intended to share or something that was meant for private consumption. Um, but yeah, footage found on on disc, on a you know a jump drive, a video cassette, that sort of thing. I always thought of found footage as, a, and this is this is bad because I think my hatred of found footage type techniques is because I I take a very very black and white approach to it. It either has to be all found footage, or it has to be all the normal way of doing things. I can't have that hybrid because it takes me out of the immersion, even though I think the hybrid does make sense. And by the definition of what you guys are saying, hybrid films are possible in found footage techniques. So um, what, what are your first exposures with found footage films, Angelique? The Blair Witch Project was really the big one. But I mean, you know, going back to what was that one? Was it Cannibal Holocaust? Yeah, that was one of the first few. Hey, yeah. Abby, how are you? Hi. Hello. <laughs> can you hear me? We can. We can hear you. Joining the discussion is our giggle jerk, Abigail or Abby. Uh, how are you this morning? Turn the video off. I'm. I am not decent. It won't matter. This this video footage won't go out anywhere. It, it will. There will not be a found footage of this podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Although that would be a cool thing to do. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> that would be so what meta. <laughs> well, not really. I mean, it, there's already been movies with the uh, video chat. What was that one? Um, Unfriended. Unfriended. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's a number of them unfriended there's one that uh had a, a chow in it um that was actually really good it was uh told basically from computer screen to where his wife goes missing it came yes. out recently yes, it, well what is that um, one called i want to watch that one real bad oh. i totally i totally forget but it's a uh, searching there you go it, it's called yeah, it's yeah. called searching. Yes, and that one's told from basically the computer screen, similar to uh, Unfriended. It's basically the new version of found footage. Um, then there's another one that started Elijah Wood and Sasha Gray called Windows, which I thought was actually really good, um, creepy but good. Hmm. Uh, okay. So there's been a few of them that have gone the the PC screen way. Um, the only thing with those is they 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 usually start out with someone searching on a Google like search, and I'm like, I hope this doesn't go on too long because I'll start checking out because I don't need to watch someone searching topics. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. The Google browser, you know, that's the only that's the only fallback or the drawback to the computer screen one is everybody's so used to staring at it all the time. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily want to go to the theater and. And stare at another com- yeah fart around on a computer yeah yeah that definitely <laughs> or you'll start searching for what they're searching for <laughs> oh, yeah you're looking you're looking for your keyboard and you can't find it. you're like what the hell <laughs> yeah. oh that would be that would be freaky man I, I watched one recently on what was it hulu mm-hmm. that was uh 
found footage from somebody hijacking webcam. Like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Darknet. Mm -hmm. oh, darknet. Ah, oh, gotcha. Yep. Yeah, the darknet. That was uh, that's an indie one. That's like that. I haven't had a chance to see it, but I saw a lot of buzz about it on on the indie um, forums and such. Mm -hmm. It was surprisingly so, good. Yeah. Well, I liked um, one of my friends, Adam Krauss. I know I don't know if you guys had already sp spoke about it. Um, the the movie Gags that came out on uh, or is now available on Amazon Prime, I believe. Um, it also does the the found footage and um, was originally a short and then became a feature film uh, or a feature length film. And it's I have not seen it yet, but I've been meaning to. And it has three different found footage perspectives um, from like uh, cell phone videos of like of people or and uh police camera views and then the view of a camera crew of like a, a news station following the story it's supposed to be pretty excellent yep i've got the gags poster in the back i got the gags blu-ray i nice. was Ooh. i was i went to i drove the hour and 15 minutes to green bay to see the premiere at the theater oh nice um, cool. and, uh, I've got three interviews on my YouTube channel with, uh, Pata Kraus and, uh, Ray Sidman, who was part oh, of it. Awesome. Um, in case you're interested at all. Yeah. So I know gags. Sorry. I, I love, I'm glad you brought it up because yeah, gags is one of the, uh, really well done found footage films, both the short and the feature. And what was great about those two is that the feature was actually, different than the short a lot of times with the indie films they take the short and they just expound on it but the two are actually as far as the story goes uh they're, they're in the same world they're they're in the same world but uh the gags short is a standalone um, oh see i like that that's really cool it, it it can it would fit in the same world you could easily cut it into the feature, but they didn't do that. The, the feature is its own narrative with the different uh, perspectives. And um, and the short is is more told from one perspective from one house uh, ah. by itself. So the short takes all place in pretty much one house uh, where they see Gags the Clown. And then, yeah, the narrative for the feature film takes a place across the city. Um, so let, let's yeah, I, a little my little 15 minutes fame is the fact that I'm I was an extra in the film of a scene that was not used oh no oh no yeah that's what <laughs> that's what usually ends up happening cutting room floor so uh, yep yep yeah let's let's expand on what Mark started uh, talking about with gags being a really good example of a a, a well-done found footage film. Uh, Mark, what sort of techniques do you think need to happen in a found footage film to make it uh, a good technique to use? Is it Does it have to be an independent film, or can feature films do it properly? Well, <laughs> I get frustrated with feature studios like Universal and that uh, doing found footage only because I'm like that should be territory a little bit left more to the indie scene in all honesty because you know it's not costing them a damn thing to make that short uh, that 
feature length found footage film, um, except in the case of maybe Cloverfield, uh, you know, or if they're doing something unique. Uh, but you know, for me, no, I, I think, I think big studios can do it as well for me, a good found footage film, because I'm, I'm a very harsh critic on it. I mean, in all honesty, I know people and God, you know, I have no judgment. I'm glad they really love the found footage film. Me personally, I think Blair Witch ended with the lady tripping on, uh, the steps and some guy peeing in the corner. That was the extent of the whole movie was, was that was some guy peed in the corner. She went downstairs because he wouldn't answer because he's going to the bathroom. He wants privacy. She gets to the bottom step, slips, drops her camera, and he hasn't finished yet. And then that's the end of Blair Witch. And it's like, what the hell? Um, <laughs> so, um, But, uh, you know, uh, our good friend Derek Carey really enjoys the original Blair Witch. And I know many people do, and it's great. Uh, but for me, found footage is one quit calling uh attention to the fact that you're recording uh toughest toughest part for me for found footage is for them to come up with the excuse of the reason for filming everything constantly Hmm. now some films the better ones have gotten around that i mean with gags it's body cam footage it's people at a party filming and it's a news crew filming so for there that all makes sense you know uh, but when you get these people in the woods filming and they're just film, it's like, okay, you chose to film this drama, which, which leads me, uh, to the other part that frustrates me with a lot of found footage films is the manufactured drama. Mm. I, I watched yeah. a couple. You, okay, good. I'm not the only one. I've watched a number of them to where I'm like. If you go by real time within the movie, it's only been maybe an hour or so that they've been lost in the woods. And already they've resorted to name calling, giving up everybody's dirty secrets and turning on one another. And I'm like, how the how the hell are you guys even friends? I'm like, I'm like, I was lost in the woods for an hour and a half with my four friends. And not once did we say, oh, yeah, well, I know who you really been sleeping with. Not that they were, but I mean. You know, the, the manufactured drama. Manufactured tension. Manufact- yeah, mm-hmm. I completely agree. Well, then the whole self-awareness thing of like, oh, I just, you know, I just wanted to blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, I, I like it when there's that degree of subtlety where it's, I'm just recording because, you know, maybe I'm a YouTube vlogger and this is just what I do or something like that. That would make a little bit more, you know, as far as plausibility goes. But when it's just like, or the 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 downfall of Cloverfield was that he was just like oh I'm gonna record because this is this is my character and this is what I do and you know and that seemed a little manufactured and a little bit in but um the the whole manufactured tension yeah I've I've been lost in the woods with my friends and granted yeah maybe after an hour I'm like I'm a little panicky but I don't think I'd ever actually you know, scream at my friends and go, you're, you know, you're a stupid bitch and blah, blah, blah. No, no. <laughs> I, I, I do that after the first 10 minutes, guys. <laughs> well, remind me never to take a hike in the woods with you, Paul. Exactly. <laughs> oh. But yeah, I mean, that that's the big thing with it is if you could come up with a plausible idea of why you're filming everything, I'm fine that then I'm, I'm 
you've kind of started to win me over with the found footage. And please, for the love of all that's holy, we know we're watching a found footage film. Do not have a character. Screenwriters, listen, please. Found footage <laughs> has its place. Do not ever have your camera, your character at any point point to the camera, go keep filming. You've got to film everything. <laughs> I w- no. It's that self awareness that's just bothersome as all hell. Just, just keep on going. Like the camera doesn't exist. It's just, it's the 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 POV. Just keep it as a POV. Don't actually call it to attention. Just no. Just keep going. Yeah. What about the heads up display that seems to always appear? Because when you watch an actual footage of a film, I don't usually see the little record button. It's like. I know that you're recording it, but why do you have to show me if this is actually found footage? Do, what do you think about the actual heads-up display? Do you think it takes you out of the the immersion, or is it okay to do? If, do, it, sh- if it doesn't match the tech that they're using, like yeah. I'm using my phone. Mm-hmm. When I hit record on my phone, I don't get a, a timestamp and the day and the time and everything like that. Now, if I'm using a VHS camcorder, Mm-hmm. that is yeah. a piece of that technology so that <laughs> i don't mind so much but you know keep your audience in your universe gotcha gotcha <laughs> yeah, going along with the technology do not get creative with your camera angles with your found footage mm. uh i've watched a number yeah, I've watched a number of found footage films where I'm like, okay, I'm trying to figure out the angle in which you shot that. And I'm like, no one naturally, if you're being, would shoot it like that. <laughs> like, you know, unless they're, unless they're a film crew and it's the f- film camera guy covering it, then I'll buy into it. But if it's Sally, you know, waitress or whatever, who just has her phone, who's trying to, to record the footage of the monster behind the door. Don't get creative with the camera suddenly, you know, or if you're going to use it, commit to it and quit using camera shots that you're like, what camera is that from? Right. Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) To that effect. Sorry. (laughs) No, go ahead. (laughs) To that effect. We know you're filming. Don't shake the camera any more than necessary. Oh, right. We just, Oh we my just God. watched a movie. Cloverfield did the that, worst. Yeah, Ugh. we're going to be discussing a movie on the Mockbuster Summer that literally I was nauseous because you could tell that they were just taking the camera and going with it. Well, <laughs> well what's to, worse to reinforce, it, wh- Yeah, just reinforcing it. What's worse with that is when it's the manufactured camera movement. Mm-hmm. When it's when it's it's done in post because you could do that in post. And so when you're watching it, you're going, okay, that you did not shake the camera when you filled this. This is all done in post. Mm-hmm. Uh they're they're doing it because you could just tell it's like really, really? You know, I mean it's so, so instead of fixing it in post, they broke it in post. Yeah, basically. 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 Yeah. Basically. <laughs> You know, and again, I, I'm hard on it, but if you could sell it to me, like I loved uh, REC, all three REC films. Um, yeah. yeah, I dog on Blair Witch. I get what they did, but 
it sums up best. We were driving home from watching Blair Witch and my buddy was in the car and he hadn't heard anything about it. And so we sat there and go, well, you know, that was all staged. He goes, oh, that was staged and made up. I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, that could have been so much better. That <laughs> I, I agree. I think the thing with Blair Witch, you know, it's not the technique. It's not the movie itself. It was all the hype around it. Like that oh, was the yeah. first viral thing. Who, you know? whoever, whoever was the marketing person behind that or the parking department, I hope they got some serious bank because you're absolutely right. The hype and the marketing around that little $25,000 film is what made yeah. that film. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, for me, yeah, the movie, it's, it's okay. It, but knowing, you know, the actual ordeal that the actors went through you know they were the ones that filmed it they were the ones that did everything they were just hitting their specific marks but then you had the website then you had the sci-fi special then you had all those other things that had all the different bits that added into the movie you know it's one ago strict found footage you've got creep and creep 2 um as above so below Mm mm-hmm you know, paranormal activity, all of them. Uh, Those hugely are popular. Some, hugely popular. Yeah. Unfortunately. Really... <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad you brought up paranormal activity because I actually thought the first one, except for the dumbass jump scare at the end, was <laughs> actually a pretty decent film mm. overall. Yeah. Because I like the way they did the camera, that it was just, it's a nanny cam, and they're just showing time lapse, and I thought that was that was particularly well done. However, that one last jump scare where you, you hear the, the, the foot patter, and then she just lunges at the camera, yeah. I well, hate those types of jump scares where it's it's a scare, it's it's that cheap manufactured tension, and it's just, just designed to get you out of your seat. That That was not the original ending. To that yeah, movie. that was added on. That was a oh. suggested ending by a like someone. The according to the lore, it was like Steven Spielberg or somebody suggested the ending with the jump scare because I got to see the one that had made the festival circuit before they got bought by a studio and reshot the ending, um, where the ending it was not made for a franchise. the The original ending. Uh, I'm sure many out there probably are aware. Uh, she dies. She dies off camera. It goes to the footage to where she offs the husband, and then she's sitting there, uh, just you know, in the fetal, you know, wrapped in her knees or whatever, for that full hour or whatever, you know, where they time lapse it, and mm-hmm. then the police actually show up. But it's all told still from the bedroom camera. And so she gets up. She gets all kind of feral-like and starts looking at the camera. The cops show up. She goes downstairs. It's off camera. You hear them talking to her off camera. She goes after one of them. Again, you could just see kind of flashlights in the stairwell or whatnot. And they kill her. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah, that that right? would have been a way better ending. <laughs> right? It's a it's a great end. I'm like, oh man. And then I saw the 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 Hollywood ending as it is, and I'm like, ah, oh, 
because the yeah. other one, it made sense within the context of everything going on. Her dying at the end is just, it just made sense. It fit mm -hmm. the, the tone of the film, you know, right. the, 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 the whole thing and them uh, doing the Hollywood and so they could have their sequels. Um yeah was was very frustrating to me oh i can you know. imagine yeah i would i wonder if they have the actual the the alternate ending i, I haven't I'm, i haven't looked i i haven't Isn't looked it on either the blue? it might be on the blu-ray i think i'm not sure and then the sequels the the only good sequel i've liked out of any of them is and i use the term lightly liked is uh the marked ones uh, until the ending of that one where they felt the need to connect it to the original. Um, no. I'm, I'm like, why, why you're trying to do something different, some spinoff story. Okay. And then they end it, And it's just like, uh, really? But, but yeah, I mean, it's hit or miss with me with found footage films quite a bit. Um, the hybrid ones, I think, are interesting. I know Paul doesn't uh, mention. I know you mentioned you didn't care for him, Paul. But mm -hmm. I, if done right, I, I don't mind the hybrid ones where it's like the before and after story that you're getting. Those are interesting or can be. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know if you could really call those found footage films. Then see, that's that. I think that's where. I stumble is on the semantics of the of the whole thing. It's like to me, it has to be all or nothing. The hybrid doesn't actually exist. It's right. Just, yeah. It always comes off to me as being a technique. Well, oh yeah, they're saving money by using a lower grade camera or something like that. You know. Mm -hmm. I think a, a good example, if you haven't seen it, of a hybrid would be the Poughkeepsie tapes. Yes, the mm. Poughkeepsie that tapes. That movie is terrifying. Okay. It, it the. Poughkeepsie tapes is one of the better ones. Yeah, that one's really, really creepy. Mm -hmm. uh, and I know a lot of people like creep. I was bored with creep. Um, <laughs> There's only three reasons why I like them. <laughs> <laughs> Some Franken beans, but no. Uh, no <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I know a lot of people that enjoy it. I couldn't, uh, but again, uh, creep is the prime example for me of, I didn't care for it because the motivation behind the main character, the editor showing up at the guy's house, mm -hmm. staying at the guy's house immediately ruined it for me because I'm sitting here going, I know a number of people and no matter how much you want a job, the minute they show up at the house and that guy got creepy, they check out, they'd leave, screw it. They're done regardless. They're like, keep your money. I'm out. Yeah. They're like, I I'm out. There is, there is no way that person would stay there for that whole thing. There's just, I don't care how much money he was paying, especially with the way the guy was reluctant in the beginning. So for me, that's another thing. Motivation of these characters. If if the people seem like script, I mean, you're going for reality mm -hmm. type feel. If it right. feels too scripted or not realistic, regardless of how you shoot it, 
it's also going to take me out of it because I'm just like, oh, okay. I'm like, there's no yeah, way. Exactly there, act like this in real life. You know, I know it's a horror film and you get that, but okay, then do a straight horror film. If you do it as a straight horror narrative, I can buy it. If this is supposed to be real people footage, I'm not buying it. <laughs> and that was the problem I had with Creep was I'm like, Okay, no, this dude would have left. He would have he would have gotten his car and said, "Sorry, chief, no." Um, <laughs> you yeah, know, and, the werewolf uh, mask came out. It would have been like, um, <laughs> hell, just showing up appointment. Yeah, just showing up at the door when the guy started changing the conditions of their agreement. Um, I know uh, many people that would just said, "Oh no, sorry, I'm out." Um, because that's not what we agreed to, and you're freaking creepy. Uh, <laughs> nice. So it's not just a clever name. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not. Um, but you know, and, and then you mentioned so mentioned Cloverfield. Mm -hmm. The problem with Cloverfield is I wanted to see the movie going on. People praise Cloverfield, but then slam Godzilla for not having much monster in it. I'm like, <sighs> did did they, you watch? They can kiss did, the fat yeah. ass. Yeah. Did, did you watch Clover? I'm like, did you pay attention to how much you actually see the monster? I want to see that battle going on, you know, uh, not, not follow these people around with the shaky cam, which is, uh, Oh God, that was, that was the worst. Although I will, I will admit the scene where the baby monster is playing with its food. Yes. That was a good scene. No, there's there's a lot of good things. I don't I don't hate on Cloverfield. I think it's one of the better ones out there. But um, it it is still the shaky cam part. They could have they could have toned down. Oh, definitely on, on, on that a bit. Is shaky cam the number one reason to not do found footage, or are there other reasons why you shouldn't do uh, found footage type techniques? Well, no, it just depends on the story you're telling. Okay. How so? Yeah, yeah. So if you're if you're doing somebody who is running away from something and just happens to have their camera on, mm -hmm. I mean, granted, that's probably not going to be very exciting because you're going to see be seeing lots of shots of the ground. Yeah. But I mean, yes, it makes sense for it to be moving around. But when you add that manufactured tension of you know like oh i'm really scared so i'm going to shake my shake my phone or shake my camera too much it takes you out of it a little bit but so i've i've got a gopro right and and i've done scenes of running and it automatically corrects and stabilizes the film so it's kind of awkward to me to watch people like running with these gopro cameras and it not stabilizing it's just it's, to me, is a little ridiculous at times. As somebody mentioned this earlier. It should match the technology that they're using. Absolutely. So, but oh, that, yeah, yeah, no, it's it's the manufactured shaky cam always bugs me. Um, uh, the last ex exorcism I thought handled most of the found footage really well, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. except for the for the ending. It kind of. Uh, uh, didn't totally crap the bed for me, but the very end part, I'm like, okay, you didn't have to go full demon on yep. me on the, <laughs> you know, yep. and, but yep. I enjoyed the way the last exorcism goes because it is more of that. I think Angelique mentioned it, uh, the documentary 
type of style. Mm-hmm. That I don't mind either for your found footage to where someone's shooting the documentary stuff. One of the first ones I ever watched, I'm old, it was on VHS. It was in the original clamshell. It was the not rated version of Man Bites Dog. Mm. Oh, yeah. Man Bites Dog is a fantastic found footage film before found footage was cool. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, Paul, are you familiar with, uh, is everyone familiar with Man Bites Dog at all? Nope. Okay, Man, Bite, Man Bites Dog is French. Angelique, you've seen it, right? Yeah, it's been a long time, but yes. It came it, out in 93. A, it's a French film. It's a documentary crew who decide to follow a serial killer. It's in France. And there's dark humor worked in. There's some seriously disturbing stuff shot on it, but it is it is made so well. I and that that for me was one of the the best you could say found footage. It was I mean it was actually a faux documentary, but mm-hmm. still it could fall into that realm. Um, Absolutely. There's a very creepy scene involving a home invasion that America cinema would not have the balls to do. Um, And yeah. And, but then there's dark humor in here as well, because this crew is shooting their documentary on film. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I, you guys don't mind a little bit of a spoiler because it's, it's, it is hilarious. There's a scene in here where they're shooting the serial killer in a hallway and they cross paths uh, well, he's kind of an assassin serial killer. They cross paths with another killer who's being followed by another crew. Awesome. <laughs> but that crew is shooting on video. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. It's, a, it's hilarious because because they come across this other crew and uh, yeah, the, they, the, the crew bolts and they, they annihilate uh, the one guy kills the other guy. But and then he's like, sit here. Hey, could you use this stuff? And they're like, no, nah, that's crap. That's video. Uh <laughs> some purists some purists come on but i if you can watch it i highly recommend and i i recommend you watch the unrated version only because uh it's one the vision that they wanted and two it is it is just it is disturbing it's the way you do that stuff and i have found very few films that are maybe the poughkeepsie tapes is the closest to where it's a you know you're following the uh killer and it disturbed you. Uh, Leslie Vernon's the other one yeah. I couldn't recommend. Yes. Oh, I love that movie so much. <laughs> Behind the Mask is done so well. That deserved a wide release like across the country. Someone needed to pick that film up because mm-hmm. that was totally how you do that. I just I loved it though. I don't know if you liked it, Paul, because it was a little bit of a hybrid. I know, I know, I know, but I I, I have it right here, right here. <laughs> so, and, uh, but I I don't dislike found footage. I mean, I liked Lake Mungo. You remember that one? It was an Australian film, I think. I haven't yeah. seen that one yet. I I liked that one, I and I one. technically I don't think that is a a pure pure found footage and you know it's just uh, it's it's hard i think it's just like i i have high expectations and that's my problem you know 
gotta. But you you watched so much. In fact, uh, did you have found footage uh, uh, a page before where you reviewed found footage I've, films? I I found uh, I found a lot of found footage sections. Yes, and there were there were movies, and for a time period, it was found footage after found footage. Maybe that's what got me out of it. It was like I was getting sick of finding it, and I think too. Back like five, ten years ago, found footage seemed like a novelty until it became so super saturated. But nowadays, technology, it seems like with all of our cams, body cams, GoPros, twitching and stuff like that, it seems like found footage is, is, should be the, the norm now. <laughs> but, Hell yeah. I'm so glad it's not. Uh, yeah. I'm really Agreed. I am so glad it's not. I guess um, I'm the dissenting opinion. I like the, I don't know, the adaptation. Mm. You know, we've got this whole new crop coming up, living with this saturated environment of constant video, constant audio, mm. and just watching them make these new horror stories with this new tech. It's, I think it's cool. Oh, that stuff, yeah. I mean, if you're talking about like the Windows horror and that, you know, where they're doing variations, I'm all, f I'm all for that, you know, as long as the story calls for it. Uh, it's just sure. that it's as you mentioned, it's the saturation though. Um, mm -hmm. it is that it, it's that it is such the fallback and uh, part of being part of the film festival, having to watch so many films and indie films do found footage a lot of people think it's just taking your camera and shooting it, you know, gorilla style, yeah, but no, a good found. Lazy. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's kind of a lazy way and indie films. I don't mind so much, but when I see the big budget, like studios do found footage, I'm like, Oh, come on. I just like, unless you're doing something like Cloverfield, you know, where you actually have a budget behind it. Mm -hmm. If it's just five kids in the woods or whatnot, and it was shot by an actual big studio, come on, you <laughs> yeah. know, leave it for the indie folks to do that stuff with. But again, yeah, once Blair Witch came out, people are like, oh, we could we could do this and people will watch it. There's so much out there. And like anything, you have some good and a lot of crap. Right, uh, you've got good ones, and then you've got the hip hop witch. <laughs> the, the hip hop witch. <laughs> the hip hop oh. witch. Yes, you have the hip. You have the hip hop witch. So, which is just a, a beast in and of its of itself, or or the Blackwood evil. Uh, <laughs> oh God! Oh God! Well, that's that's the tough part too. With the, that, you know, people say, "Oh, we shot on VHS." And you're looking at it going, "There is no way this was shot on VHS." <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> you wow, know, an HD VHS camera. Yeah, I'm like, wow, 1080p VHS. You know, uh, yeah. So I don't. It's hit or miss with yeah. me, but it's just if the story calls for it and you, you do the narrative right. And it feels like this is a natural footage. I, I I'm in and right. you know, and there's many done it. Um, Chronicle. Okay. Oh, Chronicle is a great film. Did you guys watch it? The superhero yep. found footage? Yep. Mm, no. 
<laughs> you oh. should. It's good. Chronicle is one of the ones where I didn't mind it. That's an, an example of I didn't mind a studio doing it because they put a budget behind it. It was still found footage, but at least they put a budget behind it. But there is such cool stuff they do in Chronicle. They're manipulating uh, the environment and stuff. Yeah, manipulating the environment, explaining how the camera is following this guy. Uh, yeah, I highly recommend it if you haven't seen it um yeah i will definitely check that out because it, it, actually write a list now of all, all the films <laughs> <I'm gonna> <laughs> let's go around the table and 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 pick out some of the gems that we liked uh so that we give people an opportunity to go out and find some good found footage uh we'll start out with angelique of okay um let's see here uh the poughkeepsie tapes poughkeepsie tapes okay um, the exorcism, or no, the, um, the last possession exorcism. of Michael Hartley. Oh, that one. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it it gets a little goofball, mm -hmm. but up until the very end, it's it's decent. Um, and I really liked VHS two. Ah, oh, yes, yes, yes. You know, VHS two. Yeah, that's the best yeah. one out of the series. Yeah, that last one with the aliens mm -hmm. and the kids. Oh my gosh, blew my mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, those are the, the top ones I can think of that I okay. really super enjoyed. Uh, how about the movie, man? Some of your gems. I think I've already mentioned it. Um, yeah, I really like uh, The Last Exorcism. I thought that one was really well done. Uh, man Bites Dog, one of the early ones. Uh, you can uh, consider found footage. Uh, you know, um, what else is a good one that uh, I recently saw? Um, well, gags. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll throw in a, a thing for gags. So those yeah, be sure. you know some of, some of my top three would be those okay. those ones in various different styles. Um, and yeah, uh, people already said it as well. Behind the mask, the mm -hmm. the rise of Leslie Vernon. Um, that one was really interesting because they took it in a unique direction. So, um, and found uh, a searching with, uh, that's one of the big budget ones. That one uh, is the desktop one. I'd watch that before I watch unfriended again. Hmm. Um, but those ones, uh, I don't, I think you'll, you'll find very interesting and, uh, a little bit different from your normal, just Blair witch copy. So, Gotcha. Uh, and how about you, Abby? Well, I'm I'm definitely more of a like an when it was first new and it was first exciting. I I honestly as as much as there there are a lot of faults with it, I really did enjoy Cloverfield. And mm -hmm. I almost want to put a I I don't know it it's probably considered a hybrid, but I actually enjoyed. The the sequel to Blair Witch, uh, the Book of Shadows. Oh, <laughs> oh the basically the one where they totally abandoned their original concept. Oh, <laughs> it 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 almost had it had a more of a blurred narrative. You can't trust the 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 narrator kind of feel, which I really loved, and I got sucked in, and I actually ended up going back and seeing the Easter, looking for the Easter eggs and looking for the clues and actually yes, finding the secret of S. Rivera. And it was, it was really a clever way to get you to 
rewatch the film because it's like, oh, check out all these clues and play it backwards and you'll find the message. And yeah, there's the messages in there if you look for it. I guess for me, uh, Angelique mentioned one that I, I did enjoy, which was uh, As Above, uh, So Below. So Below. Yeah. yeah. I liked that one. Uh, I already mentioned Lake Mungo. I would highly recommend that for, for people. Uh, and I think there was one, something about Deborah Logan, uh, which I liked because it, it oh, the okay. themes of it. Logan. Yeah. The, the theme of that, of, of you know, uh, like mental, mental loss and, and how they how they kind of switched it around on me. Um, I liked that film a, a bit. And so I guess those would be my three films for found footage. I, I did like the original Blair Witch. It, I think Mark is absolutely right. It's like, it was so good up till the, the, the very ending, which was like, yeah. I, I love your interpretation of the ending. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the thing with it. The tough part, the tough part with Blair Witch is, I enjoyed a lot of it. The problem I had with it is horror films, they want to scare you and build the tension, but you need that release. Mm. Blair Witch really never gives that release to you. You know, that it builds tension, it builds the creepy. And I'm not talking about just a jump scare, but something to let you breathe a little. And for me, after a while, I just got, I was like, Oh, okay. Uh, you know, the payoff for me for Blair Witch did not uh, equal the buildup that they continually do in that film because there's no jump scare, which is good. But at the same time, they just build the atmosphere, build the atmosphere. And then she trips on the steps at the end. I mean, you don't even get a, like a glimpse of a Blair Witch order. You get the guy standing in the corner and then the credits go and you're like, that that is what you've <laughs> built all this atten- tension up in me for is 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 that you know right you know even if even if they would have had the camera move after she fell off the you know fell down the stairs or got killed by the Blair Witch or whatever had the camera move on its own you don't see who's behind the camera or whatnot you hear heavy breathing or something give me something but it just kind of and you're just like that's it. oh crap i got a finger and i got a finger and some creepy sticks okay um (laughs) you know but again it built up the tension and going into it with the hype sure but for me that was you know i'm not saying it's a horrible film i just was hoping for a little bit of better payoff than yeah what you end up getting you know but all t's no please yeah pretty much (laughs) kind (laughs) of yeah (laughs) It's a great way to, to, to explain that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, nice. you, you know, and it's it's like that's that's when for me going into a horror film, that's that's what I want is it doesn't have to be all jump scares. In fact, if you are jump scares, nothing but jump scares, that will check me out just as quickly. I'm looking at you, the gallows. Um <laughs> so, that had a bit yeah. of found footageness to that it. Was a found, that was yep. a found footage film. The Gallows was a found footage film, and it got interesting in the last five minutes of the movie, and it ended. It was like completely opposite of Blair Witch. Blair Witch is like interesting, interesting ending. Fo- in, in The Gallows, I'm like, I want to see the rest of that movie that they had set up with in the last five minutes of that film. But before that, it was 14 jump scares. <laughs> I know, I counted. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, what we should do is buy rights to both films and then just take the ending of the gallows and attach it to the Blair Witch. It would there still probably it probably still work. You tweak it a little, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness, uh, is there anything else that you guys want to talk about re- regarding uh, found footage? I know we covered quite a bit. Like, what did what did we like, and what, where does it not work, and stuff like that, but. I'm going to just kind of open it up to the table and let you guys kind of ask questions of the rest of the panel. My biggest question, I think, is with all this new technology of YouTube and Twitch and live streaming, and where do we think the found footage genre is going? Do we want to have more? Do we want to be able to use that technology of like, Maybe someone's doing a live stream of them playing a video game and suddenly you see somebody in the background that's not supposed to be there. Or do we want to follow that narrative and do we want to go go all in with the new technology? Or should we find a VHS that somebody, you know, have have a movie of or a film where it, it you find the an old videotape and, you know, there's some scary images on that. <laughs> what does everybody else think? Did, should we should we stick to the old, uh, or should we try and go towards new technology and use use those as a way to express the the found footage genre? Well, it's inevitable. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's truly inevitable. Um, there's going to be a point where you know VHS tape is going to break or you know break down. V- VCRs are going to stop working, you know. So True. eventually, yeah, that is going to be the the standard is going to be the new stuff. But I foresee a lot of more episodic stuff, not necessarily feature length. Oh, so I you're going to have, you know, bites and bites and bites and bites. Creepy pastas. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> I like a spooky spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Um, I, I think if you're going to grab your young audience, which is inevitably what horror film is, regardless, I'm, uh, I just turned 45. So it's one of those where I think we forget because we love horror so much. Horror is a young person's genre. In all honesty, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that horror is, but I mean, if you look at, especially when we grew up, who were the main characters in horror films? They weren't our boomer parents. They were teenagers. You know, <laughs> you, yeah. you know what I mean? Even today with horror films, it's a young audience. It's one. So you really need to. And we see that now with Unfriended and a few others. Uh, I think they need to embrace the new technology and figure out how to approach it that way because if you keep falling back to the vhs you know i mean now it's phones everybody has a camera on the phone so as far as the believability i think it's easier to sell now to your audience that stuff is being filmed because everybody's filming everything you know so as far as selling the idea of found footage i think it's a lot easier but at the same time they've got to go away from the old VHS thing because you've got a generation of 20 somethings now and teenagers who aren't going to give a flying leap that it's on VHS. They think might it's novel, but 
unless you, but if you put it on a phone, which a lot of indie films are now doing, mm -hmm. then they could relate. They see the same display. They get that. That's creepy for them. Mm -hmm. You know, just as long as your cinema doesn't go vertical, I'm good. <laughs> because, uh, but you know, people cinema, are going to record that way though. <laughs> there is a vertical, vertical cinema. Yes. There is a vertical cinema, I think being proposed or whatnot, or was just before Corona, uh, you know, COVID a go-go. Um, and, uh, so, you know, it, it was happening and people are starting to film like that. And for me, I'm like, okay, that's where it is definitely a generational thing. And I'm just, I'm out. You, you folks enjoy, but my cinema needs to be 16 by nine. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll even, I'll even take four by three, but none of this, you know, <laughs> 600 by 250 or whatever it is. I, no. I just, I can't. I can't do that for a whole movie. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. The only thing I'll accept vertical is a fight at Denny's after midnight. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, so for me to answer uh, Abby's question is, yes, I believe that technology will be uh, pushing toward more of the found footage type of stuff. Uh, I would like to see something more like the the circle, uh, but done mm -hmm. in a in a kind of more horror aspect, less sci-fi-ish. Uh, okay. And I I think because we like you said we are so super saturated. One of the uh, best examples that I saw was one of the shorts that were sent into the uh, um, horror film festival, and that was just a simple phone shot, and the technology kept kept focusing and, and kept indicating, hey, there should be somebody here. And that was just creepy to me because I know that technology-wise, the camera would just like... And then... That, I yeah, mean, th I do like that idea of like that there's somebody there that shouldn't be and like, wait, I turn around, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. Yeah. And it's like mm -hmm. the technology picking up on things that we ourselves can't do. But that all said... Remember the original Poltergeist? Just having a television with static was creepy as hell. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I like that aspect. So long as they don't overdo that and say, yeah, like, um, like uh, what Mark said, is that, you know, VHS could eventually work its way out. But then I think, you know, every once in a while bring up the, the whole aspect of, you know, hey, maybe the, there's a ghost in the static of, of something like that in the ether. I, I enjoy no that. Static anymore. I, I know there isn't. It's crazy. Yeah, you just got a, a solid blue screen. You've actually had that for quite some time. I know. Um, the the where I got see EVPs, it now. Where I see it going, and it's getting close to it because people are actually shooting stuff in it. Mm -hmm. I think when it comes down in price a little bit, VR horror is going to be the next. Oh yeah. Is going to be the next horror, uh, let let's say breakthrough or whatever you want to call it, the next uh, thing that I think uh, filmmakers should really go to, uh, and that's where I think you know you're immersed in it, and the found footage type of look will work a lot better. Um, mm -hmm. or something trapped, you know, you might go back to video drone, uh, you know, or, <laughs> or you, you, you know, um, or lawnmower man, yeah. or lawnmower man, yeah, you know, uh, VR horror, I think, will be 
kind of the next thing of something trapped within the VR, um, mm-hmm. you know. Well, they've, they've, they've done that with our, their, my husband actually has a VR headset and there's mm-hmm. this immersive experience where you're in the world of Stranger Things mm. and there is something trying to come through the walls and I actually, it, it's to the point where I will I will sit in the experience for about maybe one to two minutes, but I can't go any further because it is <laughs> so intense and that it, you feel like it's right next to you that, you know, maybe a, a feature length film of that style, I don't think anyone would be able to sit through it because it's, no. you get to your, mm-hmm. you because you were there mm-hmm. that it, you have so much tension in there. And and it gets to the point where I I actually have to like put the head take the headset off because I'm I can't I no because it's so real that mm-hmm. you sure. kind of forget mm-hmm. that you're that you're watching something and experiencing something as opposed mm-hmm. to actually being there. Does that what, make sense? Yeah. What about doing something like Big Brother, where like like a, a web show, and then have people that. Like they have cameras throughout the entire house, and they you're you're allowed to switch through it, and yeah, you'll get boring, boring shots of people you know snogging each other, or you <laughs> might have the murderer show up in the shower some you know someplace, and or or just have this creepy crap happening throughout the house, but give people the interactivity of being able to choose what camera they can, they can look at for for oh, a yes. while. The Five Nights at Freddy's kind of... That kind of mentality, yeah. That would be so... Absolutely. I I wouldn't mind doing something like that, but it'd all have to be done on on the web, and it'd be probably, like, subscription-based or something like that. That would be cool. Which would be cool. There's a really good book um, by Ben Elton called Dead Famous that's kind of that conceit. A murder happens in a Big Brother house, and the only people in the house are the contestants so everybody's a suspect Ooh. Oh, kind of a playoff of wait. a murder mystery yeah okay yeah no it's it's an excellent book and i i'm surprised that it hasn't been made into a movie yet mm-hmm. because it would be well, actually did, now that you bring that up i remember there's there was something on netflix that i had watched that somebody had recommended it to me um and it's it's big brother britain um and they have a zombie invasion at the same time. What? And, oh yeah, I've oh, heard yeah, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I know that. Space yeah. something or other. <laughs> yeah, and it is really it's episodic, but it's very, very well done. Yeah, like they have no idea what's outside, and there's yep. zombies everywhere. I can't remember the name <laughs> of it, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know which one um, you're talking about too. Now, modern tech yep. is great, but all these, you know, younger filmmakers coming out and they want to make a found footage movie and they're using their current tech they need to understand that digital does not have tracking or mm-hmm. artifacts mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah that, that that is one thing that will annoy me you know you're watching a film filmed on a, a camera or an ipad or something like that and then all of a sudden you've got the the tracking marks coming in or that you know the grain artifact will come in and it's like no sweetheart that doesn't yeah the the between the scenes a digitization between one cut and another or you know (laughs) it's like 
the but it's like yeah. no 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 actually i think what would be more effective is something like that would be like the blue screen of death or something where it it's a little bit more believable like oh there's a scene missing or you know we have to transition oh what if we just did like oh you know 404 error or a 404 error or something yeah. like that i think that would be a, a better way yeah. to do it they just need to understand they need to understand what those are like if you ask oh. somebody what is tracking okay <laughs> sit down child let me tell you what the, can, <laughs> the holding the arrows all the way around till you find that little medium of it actually <laughs> to where it's going to be clear but you press 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 and then you went too far and you're like ah crap and then you gotta ah, press press it. press break and then if you track too much and your tap your tape snaps and you have to yeah. get out oh. transparent tape and you tape it on the back oh i think yeah we've all uh i've repaired many a vhs tape of putting the scotch yeah. tape on the back of it and yeah mm-hmm. oh and yeah trying to you know return it to the store and hope <laughs> i rewound what? it that's all you asked for it, it was rewound yeah yeah you just can't <laughs> forward it anymore well, depending on your scotch tape, usually, you know, no oh, one will yeah. ever notice, really. Oh, we had the, um, my mom used to manage a video store, so I, I we had the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all the tricks, all the tricks. <laughs> yeah. I, I can say that it's not going away. Yeah. Found footage will not go away ever since Blair Witch. I mean, we, as we alluded, there, there were footage films before. before Blair Witch. Blair Witch brought it to the populace, if you will, the, the public. And it's not going away because it's a, a down and dirty, cheap way. If you really want to make a horror film on the cheap, that's what you do. And, Absolutely. you know, it's even easier now. I mean, Steven Soberg, uh, Soderbergh did, uh, in, was it Unsane? I think it was called uh, a few years ago. It was really good. I enjoyed it quite a bit. But here was a top award-winning Hollywood established director shooting his entire film on an iPhone, you know, <laughs> you know, and it, it was cool that he did it that way. To, he kind of showed, it was kind of a, uh, a kind of a finger to Hollywood uh, for their big budgets, you know, but at the same time, it's like, that's why, you know, found footage isn't going away is because anybody could shoot the film now. Um, and I don't know. I just feel a little cheated, though, when a studio does it. I'm like, no, we know why you're doing this. <laughs> it's strictly for the art, Mark. If you can afford a bigger budget, do have a bigger budget. Yeah, you know, I mean, again, searching is is the way to do it. You, you've got your na- big name stars, which is where most of your budget will go into, mm-hmm. you know, and if you make it, it's all depends on the story too you know you can tell when it's just people who don't really give a damn and they just threw this together and then there's people who actually thought it out like Blair Witch you know yeah. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately there's more of the people who just think throwing the camera and running in the woods is a found footage film uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but they, they could if, if they leave the camera facing up at the sky for like 12 hours <laughs> And then the battery going out. Yep, that's found footage. Done. That's the other thing. <laughs> that's the other thing with found footage films. Battery life is insane. <laughs> it's found yeah. footage films. 
You're telling I'm, me that, that you that you have you have five hours in the woods and you had perfect reception and <laughs> you had, Yeah, no. Yeah, no you charge. didn't lose connection to your I'm live screen me. once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry but i'm like battery no i'm like you're shooting your full video like that and your battery hat you have it you're supposed to be like five hours later you know, <laughs> until the, until the plot calls for it and uh-huh. then suddenly the battery will die <laughs> you know it, it it dies at the speed of plot is what it does <laughs> um, that is a that is a movie tagline if i <laughs> Well, I'd like to thank all of you guys for joining me on this discussion. Uh, I really was something I wanted to talk about, and I I had a lot of fun talking about it. So I appreciate you guys joining up. Uh, Can you tell us where we can find you when you're not doing stuff like this? Um, Well, um, you can always find me on Facebook. uh, Find me on Film Jerks, Astro Radio Z, all the gimmicks. And my new show, Paranormal Schlockdown. <laughs> that is a great title. It's it's fun. I'm I'm enjoying making it. <laughs> uh, and then Mark the Movie Man, where can we find you all your great stuff? Uh, in the trash. No, um, <laughs> you can find you can find my stuff. I'd pretty much go to specialmarkproductions.com for all your movie man needs. Um, I've got, yeah, that's links there to the YouTube channel, which we just celebrated our 14th anniversary. Um, the podcast, uh, links to other stuff that I do as well is all up there on specialmarkproductions.com. And how about you, Abby? Um, I'm not exactly, I'm, I'm more of just a, a player rather than a, or an independent, um, artist, but you can find me on Facebook, Abigail Bellhamer Chemist. Um, and I do have a blog that I haven't updated in a really long time, but, uh, it's, uh, Musing Swan, M-U-S-I-N-G-W-S-A-N. Um, it's on WordPress. You can find me there. Perfect. We'll have to check that out. And I, of course, am the Bowtie Critic. You can find me on Bowtie Critic stuff. Uh, but I also, I have, uh, also play a guy called Forsaken Ferret. I say play because I play video games. And that's my Twitch handle. Uh, it's also my gamer tag. So if you guys happen to be playing on PS4, PC, or Xbox, just look up Forsaken Ferret. You might actually get to play a few games and see how poorly I do at first-person shooters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also, too, join in the discussion uh, by joining our Facebook group. Uh, just look up Face Face Jerks. Ah, it came face back. Jerks. It came back. <laughs> Wow, I haven't heard I haven't heard face jerks, face jerks in a while. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so story time. Paul and I recorded some promos, what, two or three years back, Paul? Uh, yeah. And we could barely get through it because both of us we you know, were trying to say, you know, find us on Facebook at Film Jerks. Find us on Facebook at Face Jerks. What? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I believe there is a Patreon extra at uh, Astro Radio Z that has the the extended cut of, of face jerks, face jerks, face jerks over and over again of the different times that, that's, that's occurred throughout the podcast. I was doing so well 
until now. But uh, <laughs> if you would like to join in the discussion, uh, join us on our Facebook group. Just look up Film Jerks. There you can vote on uh, movies that we are going to be discussing. You can chat uh, with all of the other jerks, uh, as well as play some fun games that we uh, throw up there from time to time. So, And also, too, I'm very happy to say that tomorrow we'll be recording our trailer jerks discussion on uh, do- the Dr. Alien trailer. So hopefully I'll get to see you guys there as well, because it's going to be a fun trailer to talk about. Uh, and then also we have a film jerks a feature discussion uh, on the Knights of a Thousand Cats, uh, the Night of a Thousand Cats, which is, it's going to be an amazing... Call it discussion. Blood Feast. It is Blood Feast, yes, from blood 1972. <laughs> uh, yeah, Night of a Thousand Cats. <laughs> yeah, if it wasn't a family show, I was going to talk about all sorts of, like, different names for cats, but... No. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Pussycat. No, that's whoa. a different movie. Yeah. <laughs> that's a different Night of a Thousand. Yeah, that's yeah. a different movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think you can find that on yeah, on on a on a, on a scramble channel. Yeah. yeah. Oh, see kids. See kids nowadays will never know the scrolling with the satellite dial to yeah. look for the <laughs> Wait, 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 I think, I think I found it. I think I found it. Uh, yeah. Dude, I caught a nipple last night. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about not appreciating snow. Uh, yep. yeah. uh. Okay. You started it, Paul. I, I did. Yeah, I did. I, I'm guilty. Lord, we kicked it down. <laughs> No better than that. <laughs> <laughs> well, this this is going to sound very inappropriate after that conversation, but uh, remember at Film Jerks, we're not always jerks to the movies that we talk about, but when it comes to discussing films, we don't jerk around. God. <laughs>